Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. The total number of Australians infected with the deadly coronavirus rose to seven overnight. A 44-year-old Chinese national from Wuhan is the latest to contract the disease and the first confirmed case in Queensland. Three men and a woman in Sydney are being treated for the virus. And a Victorian man in his 60s is in isolation after testing positive to having the disease the second in the state. It comes as the government plans to medivac hundreds of Australians stranded in the virus epicentre. Prime Minister Scott Morrison pledging to get trapped Aussies out, announcing Christmas Island will be used as a quarantine area. For more, I'm joined by political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Taylor, how will the Christmas Island plan work? Good morning, Nat. Well, the government has asked China for permission to evacuate around 600 Australians still trapped in that Hubei province, which has become the epicentre of this virus. Once they are evacuated, they will then head to Christmas Island, where they will stay in quarantine for up to 14 days or until they are cleared by a doctor. This operation is also being carried out with our New Zealand counterparts, with Qantas offering their support in providing a plane for the evacuation. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says his priority is to try and evacuate isolated and vulnerable Australians with the elderly, families and the young given priority. It's not yet clear when the operation will be carried out, but it's understood the government is scrambling to have the evacuation operation completed by the weekend with diplomatic discussions already underway. And it comes as British Airlines announces that they would be suspending all flights from mainland China. But there's no plans to do that here just yet with eight flights due into Sydney already today. Nat. Taylor, thank you. China has reported the coronavirus outbreak has surpassed the SARS pandemic in 2002 and 2003. More than 6,000 cases have been confirmed in the country, with thousands more suspected compared to around 5,300 cases of SARS. While the number of people infected is more, the death toll is lower for now. The death toll of coronavirus in China has risen to 132, but there is speculation over how accurate that figure is. Infections have now been confirmed in the US, France, South Korea, Japan, Nepal, Cambodia, Singapore, Vietnam, Taiwan, Canada and Sri Lanka. 
Residents across Australia's southeast are bracing for scorching days and sleepless nights with heatwave conditions from today. A hot air mass rolling over Victoria will see the mercury nudge 40 degrees today before peaking at 41 tomorrow. Hot temperatures will bring elevated bushfire danger with very high danger warnings in place across the state. An increase in humidity will see afternoon storms roll in leading into the weekend. And that hot air is also expected to hit South Australia with the mercury tipping 42 degrees today. Maximum temperatures will soar up to 12 degrees above average in some districts. Hot, dry conditions will keep firefighters on high alert. With a number of fire bans in place across the state, more wild weather will follow with an increase in humidity bringing thunderstorms and heavy rain over the weekend. Two men have had a lucky escape when their plane crashed into the sea off Fraser Island in Queensland. Police officers who were nearby captured the terrifying moment on camera before swimming out to bring the men to safety. An incredible story of survival. These pictures capturing the moment a light plane plunged into the sea. Wading ashore, the pilot and passenger emerged from the water wearing life jackets, exhausted but without serious injury. Confirming they're directly out from Happy Valley by about 150 to 200 metres at this stage. We've got two, uh, persons, two adult persons in the water. Beside them, locals, paramedics and police officers who filmed the plane going down. Right, there's nobody else in that plane. And if there is, they're gone. The two men were the only people on board, remarkably escaping with only minor cuts. You just go into, um, you know, into, into training mode of uh, what you've been trained to do and uh, in emergency procedures and you do it. The Air Fraser Island aircraft ditched in the ocean on the eastern side of the island just before 1.30 in the afternoon. We noticed that he was seemed to be struggling to gain height and then the motor either was shut down or cut out and uh, yes, he crashed right in front of us. A major search and rescue was launched automatically. When the plane um, hit the water, a distress beacon was activated. Police say the men, a 66-year-old and a 22-year-old, were employees of Air Fraser. They were practising out uh, on the beach and they were taking off from the beach. The airline has since been grounded as aviation authorities investigate. Jessica Maggio, 7 News. We have chilling new details this morning surrounding a home invasion in Melbourne which saw a woman stabbed to death. It's been revealed the 61-year-old mother was on a Skype call with a friend when the caller spotted an intruder sneaking up on her in the background. Her son rushed to help when the situation escalated, leading to a bloody confrontation. It's alleged the intruder was the woman's neighbour armed with a knife. The 28-year-old is now clinging to life after being badly beaten by the victim's son. Vision has since emerged of the son covered in blood, running at two cameramen who were filming the incident behind police tape. Mobile phone makers have confirmed consumers still want the latest technology with a raft of better-than-expected profit results. But for a brand all but locked out of our market, a move by the British has given Huawei new hope. 
With Apple iPhone sales smashing forecasts and Motorola launching its new look Razer after four years' work perfecting its foldable phone, the message from smartphone makers to consumers is clear. Design is still king. They're really embracing that, you know, the fold, phone can be foldable again in such a small package. Neither manufacturer has embraced 5G, waiting until at least later this year to release that technology. There's a lot of things that 5G opens up, a lot of opportunities, but 5G is not quite ready yet for, for the mainstream. But behind the scenes, 5G is a hot topic. On Tuesday, the British government opened the door for China's Huawei to be involved in building its 5G network. What they've really done is sort of sacrificed um, their, their national security uh, for a, a short-term economic hit. A decision that flies in the face of the ban imposed by other members of the Five Eyes intelligence bloc, including Australia and the US. I think it is definitely a blow to trust in the most important intelligence network in the world. Encouraged by the British government's decision, Huawei is pushing hard for an overturn of the ban here in Australia. The company says excluding it will mean millions of us end up waiting longer and paying more for the technology. But some say cheaper equipment could come at a higher price. Is that worth it for a trade-off to national security? And I think most people would say it's not. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A British dentist who's been battling cancer for more than a decade could hold the key to a major scientific breakthrough. Each time cancer has struck James Hull, his supercharged T-cells fight back. And now researchers are hoping his blood can help others. He's been hailed as a medical superman. I'm sitting up, lying upstairs. Mm you know, not knowing that I'm going to wake up the next morning or not. 59-year-old British dentist and father of four, Dr James Hull, has been ravaged by stage 3 bowel cancer, liver, skin and pancreatic cancers and countless operations to remove metastatic tumours. Today, he's fit and happy. Doctors put it down to a rare gift, his extra-strong white blood T-cells that kill off cancer. It may lead to new ideas about what happens inside a person's body when they have done well on certain treatments and survived cancer. Usually our immune system's fighter T-cells have trouble recognising cancer cells. But Dr Hulls go in for the battle, hunting and attacking the tumours. I'm trying to find the cure for cancer. A multi-millionaire, Dr Hull is now funding studies at six universities. His T-cells have been cloned to successfully fight off cancer cells of other patients. That's all been done in a laboratory, but experts say as our bodies naturally try to reject foreign cells, the challenge is whether Dr Hull's cloned T-cells would be accepted in other patients' bodies. It's an explorative project. Helen Wellings, 7 News. Teachers at an Adelaide college have been given a nasty surprise on their first day back at school after spotting a red-bellied black snake behind a TV. The snake had entered the classroom through a gap in a sliding door, wrapping itself around the monitor for warmth. The poisonous snake blended in with the cables. A snake catcher was called in to safely remove the reptile, which put up quite a fight before being taken away. A family's been reunited with its pet dog more than two years after he went missing. Five-year-old Maltese Shih Tzu Baymax was found last week wandering near the family home. I was obviously happy and enjoyed that uh, there was a phone call to find him and that, that I found him. Vets identified Baymax through his microchip. The family has now had the back gate barricaded to make sure there are no more great escapes.
Perth police have labelled a video of a man surfing a boat as reckless and unacceptable. Shocked onlookers captured the moment he swung from a bridge and landed on the roof of a passing boat. He then ran off and jumped into the water. Police are now trying to track down those responsible for the stunt. There are reports this morning Kobe Bryant's helicopter did not have a warning system that may have averted the crash that claimed his life and eight others, including his daughter. A US National Transportation Safety Board member says the helicopter crashed into the side of a mountain in Los Angeles, which was shrouded in thick fog. She said a warning system would have avert alerted the pilot when the aircraft became too close to the ground and helped avoid a collision. The system was recommended by authorities 14 years ago but wasn't fitted to Kobe's chopper. An Uber Eats driver in the US is fighting for life after being thrown from the hood of a car he was trying to stop from driving away. CCTV cameras captured the moment two cars were involved in a minor crash in Houston. The drivers can be seen getting out and inspecting the damage before the man from the grey vehicle gets back in and attempts to drive off. The Uber driver tries to stop him, clinging onto the bonnet. He was found lying on the street a short time later with serious head injuries. Injuries. The other driver remains on the run today. It's been a busy week full of royal engagements for the Duchess of Cambridge, who this morning helped serve breakfast to children during a surprise visit to a London preschool. A beaming Kate met with staff and parents before preparing cereal and fruit for the children. Some were a little picky with their breakfast choice, but Kate made sure everyone was happy and full. The visit was so the mum of three could promote her five big questions survey on early childhood development and mental health. As coronavirus continues to spread across the globe, so too are myths and misinformation, particularly on social media. So we have spoken to some of the most qualified minds in the country to sort fact from fiction. Fake government alerts a social media frenzy, breeding coronavirus hysteria. One Facebook post shared dozens of times claiming iced tea, Red Bull, even your cult could spread it. Information like that just adds to community anxiety at a time where we want to provide a reassurance. So what is fact and what is fiction? Firstly, how is coronavirus spreading? In China they have seen some spread from human to human and that's through that breathing vapour and coughs and sneezes. But here... There is no evidence of human to human transmission in Australia. So is there any point in wearing a face mask? At the moment, we're not recommending that Australians need to be wearing surgical masks to walk down the street. But what about the food? Novel coronavirus that we're seeing at the moment can't be transmitted through food. Authorities admit there's still a lot to learn about the new cases of coronavirus, but say at this stage there's no need for Australians to panic and the public should only trust information from reputable sources. Looking at posts from government websites um, or from news sources that it can be relied upon. Social media giants like Twitter are now joining the fight, directing users to official websites. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Rafael Nadal's Australian Open is over after being stunned by Dominic Thiem in the quarterfinals. After dropping the first set in a tiebreak, the world number one blew up after being given a time violation. It's really amazing. You don't like the good tennis. 
team took advantage, winning the second before Nadal fought back to take out the third. But the Austrian fifth seed held on, winning his third tiebreak in one of the tournament's biggest upsets. He's uh, obviously one of the greatest of all time, biggest legends uh, this sport's ever had, so you need some luck to, to beat him. Alexander Zverev won through to his first Grand Slam semi-final after a four-set win over Stan Wawrinka. The Sydney Sixers are set to receive a welcome boost ahead of their grand final qualifier against the Melbourne Stars. Paceman Sean Abbott will return from a side strain against the Stars. The 27-year-old was the leading wicket-taker in the tournament before going down injured last month. It also cost him his place on the Australian one-day tour of India. Really wanted to be there. Um, would have been tough getting in that final 11, but um, had to move on and get rehab done and get ready to be back by the finals. The Sixers and the Stars play off for a grand final spot on Friday night at the MCG, live on 7. Fremantle Dockers forward Jesse Hogan is taking an indefinite break from football as he battles mental health issues. The 24-year-old has been absent from Fremantle training this week and it's believed a setback with his troublesome foot led to an anxiety attack. And Sydney Swan star Isaac Heaney will spend a lengthy stint on the sidelines. The 23-year-old undergoes surgery today for a broken thumb suffered at training this week. Our Rugby Sevens teams have welcomed the forecast of scorching temperatures for this weekend's World Series round in Sydney. The Mercury is tipped to nudge 40 degrees during the Sydney Sevens at Bankwest Stadium and the Aussies say that suits them just fine. The sunburnt country, right? Like That's what we live and breathe in Australia. Um, you know, we, we perform our best when we're out here playing um, in the heat. The Sydney Sevens is an important lead-up event to the Tokyo Olympics for our women's and men's teams. The Matildas will kick off their Olympic campaign on home soil after their three-match qualifying series was moved from China to Sydney due to the outbreak of the coronavirus. So I've played for the Matildas for a number of years, had over 100 games, and I've never played a competitive game on my home soil, so it's, it's a fantastic opportunity. Australia is scheduled to host China, Thailand and Chinese Taipei in Sydney, but the Chinese team has been quarantined in a Brisbane hotel after travelling through Wuhan before they arrived in Australia. Taking a look at the weather around the country, Brisbane mostly sunny 31, Sydney 29 and increasing sunshine, Canberra hazy a top of 38, Melbourne 39 for you and sunny, Hobart also sunny 33 today, Adelaide 42 and sunny, Perth a possible shower today 23 degrees, Darwin 33 and a possible thunderstorm. That is Seven's early news for this Thursday the 30th of January. I'm Natalie Barr. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. 